live from the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York, on Thursday, August 24th, 2023. I'm Gianna Volpe. Some of New York City's homeless immigrants should be sheltered on Long Island at an Air National Guard base and the shuttered grounds of state-owned mental hospitals, according to a letter uh, to the state filed this week by the Adams administration. Matthew Chase reporting on Newsday.com that the proposed site, uh, or multiple sites on Long Island, according to a copy of the request obtained by Newsday, are the Francis S. Gabreski Air National Guard Base on Moen Street in West Hampton Beach, Pilgrim Psychiatric Center on Crooked Hill Road in Brentwood, and Kings Park Psychiatric Center in Nisiquag River State Park. The city also requested nearly two dozen other state-owned sites from eastern Suffolk to Flushing to Buffalo, where the city hopes to place migrants. The sites include the Javits Center in Manhattan, Aqueduct Racetrack in Queens, State University of New York dorms, and vacant prisons upstate. The request is made in an appendix in a letter dated August 22nd that has not been made public. It was filed in a Manhattan state court by the city, which is scrambling to find room to shelter, feed, and otherwise care for tens of thousands of immigrants who have arrived from abroad, mostly from Latin America and West Africa, and need a place to stay. So far, about 60% of the 104,400 immigrants from the surge, which started last spring, are being sheltered, fed, and otherwise cared for by the city, according to figures released yesterday by the Adams administration. This means that 59,300 are living in city shelters, hotels, and other accommodations. In the latest week, 3,100 more migrants came to the city. In other news, Massapequa Park resident Rex A. Hurman, who has been charged in the deaths of three women and is a suspect in the slaying of a fourth, whose remains were discovered on Gilgo Beach in 2010, submitted to a cheek swab last week for Suffolk County prosecutors looking to bolster the DNA case against him. Sources familiar with the case said the, te- the test took place on August 16th at the Suffolk County Jail in Riverhead, where Herman has been held since his arrest on July 13th. Grant Parpan and Nicole Fuller reporting on Newsday.com that the development comes as police in South Carolina say they have turned over information in a missing persons case to the FBI after receiving a report that a woman may have been spotted with Herman shortly before disappearing in 2017, a spokesperson for the Sumter County Sheriff's Office told Newsday. Police in Nevada and New Jersey, where Herman also has owned property, have said they are looking into possible connections with Herman to open cases in their jurisdictions. Herman, 59, has pleaded not guilty to first and second degree murder charges in the killings of three women whose remains were found near Gilgo Beach 13 years ago. Authorities have also said Herman is the prime suspect in the slaying of a fourth woman. Here on the East End, Riverhead's Ukrainian community held its annual flag-raising ceremony at Town Hall yesterday, celebration of Ukraine's Independence Day. Event officials and town officials also spoke out in solidarity with U- in U- with Ukraine. Quint Nigro reporting on RiverheadLocal.com that a crowd gathered near the flagpole on East Main Street in Riverhead, made up mostly of Ukrainians, young and old, Almost all the attendees were wearing the national colors or uh, a shirt embroidered in a traditional Ukrainian style. Quote, I would like to start with a moment of silence for the victims of the terrible fires in Hawaii and for the victims of Russian aggression in Ukraine. St. John the Baptist Ukrainian Catholic Church pastor Bowden Head said flag raising took place as the crowd sang the Ukrainian national anthem Children were invited to help raise the flag up the pole. Then Councilperson Bob Kern led the crowd in reciting the U.S. Pledge of Allegiance before Riverhead Town Supervisor Yvette Aguiar gave remarks. Quote, it's important that we support countries where democracy is being challenged, Supervisor Aguiar said. We're going to make this a tradition. God bless you all, end quote. And finally, members of the Lake Agawam Conservancy on Tuesday detailed a preliminary proposal for a grand imagining of just over 11 acres of land near Agawam Park 
uh, excuse me, Agawam Lake, a long pond lane in Southampton Village that would preserve open space, expand Agawam Park, and create a world-class public garden designed by renowned architect and landscape designer, Southampton Village resident Peter Marino. Kaylin Riley reporting on 27East.com that notably the proposal by the Conservancy, a private group founded in the summer of 2019 to restore the health of the polluted lake at the center of the village, includes closing the section of Pond Lane that runs alongside the Lake Tufi vehicular traffic, turning it into a walking and biking path. That proposal has drawn the ire of some community members and business owners who say the, vi- the road is essential to the village and its business district. Conservancy members Chuck Scarborough, John Polson, and Bob Jufra presented their plans to the village board at its Tuesday night, August 22nd work session. The presentation also included input and analysis from Dr. Chris Gobler, who serves as a consultant for the Conservancy, and Carrie O'Farrell, a senior partner at the engineering firm Nelson Pope. Voorhees, who presented the results of traffic and parking studies done in the area of Pond Lane to give context to what the potential traffic impacts from closing Pond Lane to vehicular traffic could be. I'm wondering if this is the section where there's really the only parking that you can park by the beach and not pay for it. That would be a little bit of a bummer, huh? The representatives from the Conservancy build their proposal as a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for the residents of Southampton Village. Reading the weather here in the village as Dawn Watson joins us to talk about her new puzzle book, East End Fun and Games, illustrated by John Dempsey. Looking like a mostly cloudy Thursday here in Southampton Village with a high near 72 degrees. Southeast wind 7 to 11 miles per hour. Surprise, surprise, there's a slight chance of showers tonight. Then showers likely and possibly a thunderstorms after 2 a.m. We've been getting a lot of that this summer cloudy otherwise with a steady temperature around 70 degrees south wind around 13 miles per hour gusting as high as 23 miles per hour right now it's 65 degrees i've got the king edition prepared for you this morning all in honor of julia king joining us at the bottom of the next hour we'll be premiering uh, her brand new single tnt which doesn't drop officially until tomorrow so you really get a Sneak peek preview right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station. We'll be on with Dawn in just one song. I'm going to play you King from Florence and the Machines 2022 record Dance Fever right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station. WLIWFM. News you can trust. Music you love. Argue in the kitchen about whether to have children, about the world ending in the scale of my ambition, and how much is art really worth. The very thing you're best at is the thing that hurts the most. But you need your rotten heart, your dazzling pain like diamond rings. You need to go to war to find material to sing. I am a mother. I'm a bride, I'm a king I need my golden crown of sorrow My bloody sword to swing My empty halls to echo with grand self-mythology I am no mother, I am no bride I am king I am no mother, I am no bride Changeling, always shifting shape Just when you think you have it figured out Something new begins to take What strange claws are these Scratching at my skin I never knew my killer Would be coming from within I am no mother As a bride As a king As a mother As a
Counting Crows, Revivalists, and Police, all in your listening future after Sarah Kingsley and uh, Matt Holubowski. It's the King edition of The Heart, the morning and midnight show recorded live from the heart of the East End, the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York, approaching the bottom of the hour. Uh, so it is time for our Thoughtful Thursday segment, underwritten by Grace and Grit. Gracing us in the studio this morning, the one and only Don Watson, who has a super awesome puzzle book, beautifully illustrated by John Dempsey, East End Fun and Games. You got your Jackson Pollock in there. You've got uh, all of the Hamlets of the East End. Really fun. I didn't I didn't know it would be a puzzle book until I started looking through it. Yeah, it was really fun to make, and I um, I really enjoyed putting the puzzles together, coming up with new puzzles. And I have to give some credit, obviously, to John Dempsey, who's the illustrator. He's my cousin by marriage. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's and, a beautiful uh, family you. affair. Yeah, and also to uh, Pauline Newworth, who is the publisher of East End Press. So she actually, I had pitched the idea to her. Um, a few years back when I interviewed her for something else. And she is the person who kind of helped me come up with more puzzles than I had initially proposed. So she really filled the book out and made it look even better than I ever could have imagined. This is like the perfect thing to put in like a gift basket for someone that's coming out for the summer, for the season. I love that the Stargazer is in there. Um, Yeah, talk about bringing this to fruition where did it start so i like i said i i'd been interviewing pauline and i had an idea for a different kind of book and then so she gave me some feedback on another different kind of book do you remember the what fun was... pads when you were a kid oh yeah love so fun pads. i was obsessed i was a gamer like from a very yeah, early age from same. from before i could read actually i was a kid who was like doing fun pads and doing the um you know like the restaurant um Oh, what's that called? You it's know, like highlights magazines. Oh, I love highlights. Yeah, and then even like when you're going to like the local restaurant and they give you that little thing to color on when yes. you're a kid. Yeah, you're right. Like, I got to do all the puzzles. I had to do all the puzzles always. I mean, yeah. even as an adult, whenever Which I fly, I do the crossword. Good for you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm, and I'm a Will Shorts addict. I love crosswords, and um, pretty much any sort of game, any trivia game, anything where you've got to kind of use your you know to figure she, stuff out. You know, out. she's a real crossword fan when she says I'm a Will Shorts addict. <laughs> I see you. Super word nerd here. You know it. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Thank so we you. know we know you'll be uh, when when we're old and gray, we'll still be friends and we'll still be having conversations because you're going to be super sharp from all the gaming. One hopes. We got to yes. keep we got to keep the old brain engaged. I yes. think every single day learn something new, have new experiences and uh, test yourself, push this yourself. This is so beautiful and I love I love like Almost like the vintage feel of the illustrations. That's all credit to John. It's so funny because I had come up with these ideas for the puzzles. And as I said, Pauline had helped me kind of put those together. But the book really came together. John, for I got married last June, if you might recall. Yes. So John, for our wedding present, sent my husband and I this cool, almost like a Where's Waldo looking um, piece of artwork that had all of us and the family oh up at our place God. in Killington. It's so cool. And so, and it's like there's me next to a little um, igloo with a for sale sign because so you, you don't have a real his, estate you knew person. His sti- you knew yeah, I knew his, his style. Work. Yeah. So we have all of his artwork all over the house. So like I've always known his style. I've always loved it, but for some reason, I, you know, I was really, it was hard to try to figure out who to get to illustrate. First of all, because I didn't want to pay someone out of pocket. And secondly, because I'm like, I don't know how well this is going to do. So is this going to be something that I can actually bring an illustrator in for? But then I saw John's artwork on our wedding um, poster that he had created. And I thought, he's perfect. Yeah. I'm going to ask him. And thankfully, he said yes, because I think that 
he attributes his work is so much of the success of the book. I mean, people see this at cash registers by like the 30 some stores that were in out east and they pick it up and go, oh, my God, this is so cute. And then they flip through it and go, wow, this is so cool. And then they buy it. Characters are so happy. (laughs) Yeah. They make me happy. Yeah. He's he's phenomenal and he's just so fun and all these all these characters that he's drawn obviously are original we even have little tattoos of the mermaid and the pirate on the cover like little temporary tattoos i gave them out at the children's fair oh that's awesome <laughs> yeah, it's super cute and we have place placemat is the word i was looking for earlier we have placemats at claude's right okay. next door to you guys yeah, yeah, yeah. that kids can draw and stuff and do puzzles he's done original puzzles for those and we have a whole lot of kind of merch planned and more books that's awesome. Yeah. So tell me about the books that are planned. So uh, we're working on something that's a little bit more general because this book, East I mean, this is, this is obviously like the, the branding is perfect. Thanks. You know, yeah. so I mean, you really struck gold here because Thank you. It, like you said, there's a lot of opportunity here. True. You, you mentioned the, you know, the placemats and, it, you know, the temporary tattoos and your your imagination can just run wild of the the things that you could do with True. yeah and, and you know the cool thing is so this is this is not just the south fork this is the north and south fork yes. so we th- see things from the stargazer to the montauk lighthouse to the carousel on the north fork like we have every single village and hamlet that there's is represented even, here there's is even in the book. a there's even a puzzle that you can look at the hamlets and place them from north or south yeah, that's the beginning of the book. And yeah. then we have other things like we have a big, cool spot the difference puzzle with Jackson Pollock. Yeah, I love Drew, that one. That's so my cool. favorite page. I know. I love that page. It's so fun. And I love the mazes that he did. And um, yeah, so we're going to do something, I think, a little bit more general for a broader audience. But okay. we're also going to bring it back home to more East End stuff with maybe some more different volumes, different books, and then potentially more seasonality to some future books. So we've got a whole lot of stuff planned. And Man, props to East End Press for being such a great publisher. And we're we're, we're literally like in like 30 different stores, bookstores, um, farm stands, kids stores all over the East End. Do you want to mention a, a few or do you not want to leave anyone out? Where can folks find out where you are? Uh, you could go on the website. You can also follow me on social media. I have a page set Ask up. Don Watson Hamptons. Well, I'm Don Still? Watson Hamptons for me on okay. Instagram, but I'm also I have a. Oh, you have your own for the book. Yeah, right? it's called uh, Fun, and Fun and Games Books. Oh, Fun and Games so Books. So that is also inst- on Insta and on Facebook, and we're but every single like if you go to Quag, there's a place that sells our like Schmidt's actually in Quag. You know, the old country store from, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. if you go to East Quag, if you go to Southampton, if you go to Montauk, if you go to Orient, like there's there's a place for you to buy the book, every single hamlet on the East End. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. How is John excited? How does he feel? I mean, what was he? <laughs> is he like a Billy, a busy illustrator, or is he busy now? Like how? How is this all fitting in with his work and what he does? Well, he's a professional artist, and he's also a creative director. So he has been drawing like his whole life. He, he's you can tell, yeah, yeah. He's 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 done stuff from like. You know, my my husband's band when they were in high school and college, like he came up with the idea for that. He has done stuff for like um, Lollapalooza type stuff. He's done all sorts of like commercial and professional um, work drawings and paintings. But um, when I approached him about this, he's like, sure, sure. That sounds fun. That sounds like a lark. And I don't know that he understood what would happen. I mean, we're sold out and on reorder for several places like Third and fourth purchases. Like I said, it's a perfect like if you're coming out and you're going to the beach. I mean, it's it's very it's because it's local too. Yeah, it's not just a crossword book or or what have you. It's it's an adult fun pad that is on theme, on point for where you are. Yeah, and for kids, of course, you've got to be able to read. But it, there are some puzzles that you don't have to be able to read for. But yeah. most of it, you've, you've got to be of reading age. But I've, I've got kids. Actually, I just dropped off a copy for a client of mine because, um, you know, I'm a real estate agent in real life, too. I work yes. Sirhan agent. Um but I dropped off a copy for a client, and they have a five-year-old son, and he's already reading. Like, he's in school. He's, like, he loved it. Because it's challenging. Yes. Like, I was challenged going through it, and I'm a, a, a lifetime puzzler like you. Yeah. 
I was like, I had to think a little bit. My, my publisher so... actually did the same thing. She's like, I don't get this one, Dawn. <laughs> like, I could do it, but I had to, like, sit yeah. for a second yeah. and really be with the puzzle. There were a few that I, I mean, I created all the puzzles. I actually yeah. wrote them all out. I thought of them. I thought up the names for most all of them with some help from John and from Pauline, too. But there are some of them where I'm like, oh, shoot, I forget what the answer to this is. Let me think on that. Right. So, yeah, I, I want to make it challenging, but also fun for, you know, so you can be from... You know, a precocious young child to, from five to an adult really going through going, oh, this is still fun to do. So East End Fun and Games is the name. Uh, ask your local bookshop. If you don't see it on the shelves, they can certainly order it for you. Otherwise, at Fun and Games Books. And at inst- East End Press. And at East End Press. I think, by the way, Gianna, it's at every single bookstore out here. Oh, I love it. From Red that. Jacket to Bookhampton to Sag oh, Harbor yeah. Books. It's everywhere. Visit your local bookstore. We're not even supposed to do calls to action, oh, but, you know, shoot, it's, I did it. <laughs> but, you know, consider visiting your local bookstore. All right. So as you mentioned, Dawn, you're also an agent. Mm-hmm. We know that this is a crazy, crazy market. Um, it, it, I think I heard yesterday mortgages are at a 28 year low, but that does not mean that the market is slow in any way when it comes out to out here. I mean, inventory is still low. What has it been like for you? I'm really picking up. Actually, I have a couple of places in contract. I have a piece of land I just put up um, within this past month. I have a couple of other I things like that are... buying land is where it's at. Well, building new construction is probably the biggest growing segment of the market across the country. The other thing I want to say about mortgages, so the interest rates have gone up. There are predictions that they're going to go down. But what's interesting is... If you're thinking about, there are 40% more mishoused people in You date in the, the rate and you marry the house. That's, yeah, that, oh, that's that a Barbara Corcoran, Corcoran thing. Yeah, 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 Barbara Corcoran. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, you can, yeah, you can buy a property and then refinance later. Yeah, that's and, what I'm hoping yeah, for. There, there are, there's a lot of mishoused people in this country and they're mm. just waiting. Right. So it's it's going to be, I think, an explosion in the next and year. That's, and that's also something I got from Barbara was talking about don't wait because then when the rates do drop... The, you know, you think it's crazy now, which, uh, you know, I recently bought and it was a crazy and I I met uh, a young man and his girlfriend who said they'd been trying to buy for two years. Yes. And they had had houses taken from under them and they were just, we stood for an hour waiting at it at an open house once. I just sold the house in a day at an open house, yeah, by the way. Surprised. And I've I've had people who've come to try homes that I've uh had on the market and they said, Oh, we've we've put bids in for twenty houses. It, so it's, it's still, crazy. It's crazy and it's still at least a quarter of the properties are going to bidding wars. That's nuts. Yeah. And people with money they used they didn't ever used to use mortgages, but then when the rates went so low, then they started saying, "Hey, this is free money. I'm going to get a really low rate." But now it's gone where the rates are a little bit higher, so people with serious, significant money aren't doing mortgages either. So that's no. another thing to figure and into that. And right, and that's what's making it extra difficult is that there are a lot of buyers like that, maybe from the city, mm-hmm. where you know, if you if you first of all, gone are the days. Where there's a seller's contingency where you could, okay, I'll buy your house. I just have to sell mine. Yeah, that doesn't Because happen. someone <laughs> someone from the city will be ready to be, offer all cash and goner, you know, your chances is poof. Yeah, Johnny Johnny Pocketbooks got it, it before, you, yes. before you can even think about like they're, writing out a check. They're lurking around. <laughs> They saw how nice it is and that you can you can do the city thing yet live year round after the digital hard right of the pandemic. For sure. For sure. And uh, to tie it back to the book. Oh, can you do that? (laughs) I love that. Please do. Um, The book is actually a great real estate gift for people with kids, obviously. And I've had a lot of people, I've given it to like most of my clients. Yeah, that's um, nice. It's it's good because it's a little introduction because you actually do learn things. Like you learn that there's a werewolf path out here. You learn that there's a Dr. Seuss drive. You learn like some fun street names, some things about the hamlets and villages, lots of fun little stuff about the East End. And um, yeah, I love it. and, and, And test your brain. We love it, and we love you. I'm Gianna Volpe. That was Don Watson. This was the uh, Thoughtful Thursday segment underwritten by Grace and Grit. This is Sarah Kinsley, and you, whoever you are out there, 
You are awesome, and you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM, 88.3 on the FM dial throughout eastern Long Island and coastal Connecticut, 96.9 in central and western Suffolk County, streaming online to wherever you may be at WLIW.org slash radio. The book is East End Fun and Games, written by Don Watson, illustrated by John Dempsey. We'll be back. That's the first great track that I'd never heard before putting together this playlist for you this morning. Here's the second. It's Matt Holabowski's The King from the Solitudes record of 2016 right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Is the howl of the wind that blows it all day. I 
I know, for shame. I broke up the B-side of Abbey Road. I couldn't help it. I wanted to pair Sun King with Rain King from Counting Crows August and Everything After record of 1993. Because that's what kind of summer we've been having here on the East End. I'm Gianna Volpe. And you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM, the King Edition of the Heart Morning and Midnight Show, recorded live from the heart of the East End, the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York. Bunny hopping past the police's King of Pain and uh, Sarah Bareilles' 
king of anything from the kaleidoscope heart record uh, to play Panic of the Disco's King of the Clouds from the Pray for the Wicked record of 2018. But first, a little revivalist, King of What from I Love This Record, Men, Again, Men Amongst Mountains of 2015, right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. You say every man's a king, king of what? They say every man's a king, a king of what? I got my bullets bag and stones don't wake me up, I'm in the zone. And I believe the trees, not those innuendo seeds. Everything is light, see no voodoo in the night. In no evil, fin no evil, what's the reason for the fight? Every man's a king, king of what? They say every man's a king, a king of what? I can hear you on the other line, tell stories from another time. Lost who love is all we know, like fleeing dogs in heavy snow. Waiting, wonder, watching all who we were is all we are. It's getting dangerous, dangerous. It's getting dangerous. You say every man's a king. King of the class of the class. 
Aid kit and neutral milk hotel leading you into the NPR news break. King of the world and king of the carrot flowers, part one. Here on the King edition of the Hearts, WLIWFM. Stay tuned for Julia King. At ten in the morning, I was laughing at something at the airport Sending one out to all of those in an airplane over the sea. Neutral Milk Hotel on WLIWFM.